everybody. My name is Barton Rundle. This is a brand new edition of Run's House Podcast. Thank you for joining. As always, I always appreciate anybody who takes the time to download and listen to the show. So the big news, obviously, is what is happening in Russia. Now, I am not going to sit here and pretend like I am an expert in what's going on in Russia. I really, it's so convoluted and there's so much more to it than just Russia, Ukraine, and uh, what's happened over the last couple of days. But there are some things I do know that I would like to talk about in regards to what's been going on. So the long short of it is Vladimir Putin, who is now the president of Russia, he was previously the president of Russia, took some years off, became the president again. And from all accounts, Vladimir Putin hates the fact that Russia is no longer the Soviet Union. He really wants to go back to where the Soviet Union was more of a communist, dictator-like country. The dictator part seems to be heading back in that direction. Obviously, all of this ended. The Soviet Union fell when Mikhail Gorbachev, the former president back in the 80s, said, you know what, we're going to become a little bit more of a democracy. We're not going to have this one-party rule kind of thing anymore, and uh, we're going to allow other parties to run and, you know, join the rest of the world. But again, Vladimir Putin didn't like that. It's been difficult for him to make friends across the world. Well, he did make a friend, a gentleman named Yigvani Prigozhin, and he was an old hot dog salesman later became close with Vladimir Putin. In fact, I think he was a chef for Vladimir Putin. And uh, he was also able to receive some contracts for uh, a catering business. And he became a pretty rich guy. And But in 2014, he formed a group called the Wagner Group. I've also heard it called Wagner Group. But I'm going to pronounce it Wagner because if I pronounce it Wagner, it makes it sound like I know more about what I'm talking about. Because it just sounds right. Wagner Group. So the Wagner Group was created. It's basically a military group with a small amount of people in it. And they were popping up. That I think they were calling them the Green Men. There's Because I guess the War Green, maybe? I don't know. They were calling them the Green Men. And they would pop up in these wars that were helping Russia. And as time went on, it started to garner and gain more popularity and more people started joining this Wagner group. And basically it's a group of former military men or um, former prisoners. It's made up of all different kinds of people and they're not part of the official Russian military, but they do show up and help Russia out in wars. And uh, obviously, since Vladimir Putin decided he was going to attack Ukraine, uh, this Wagner group is involved as well. And um, so they attacked Ukraine and Everybody was in, they're, they're doing the fighting, they're doing whatever it is they needed to do. But at some point, this Prigozhin started to not be very fond of the direction the war was going. He felt like there was no 
real leadership. He felt like that they were maybe there under false pretenses, and this has caused some consternation between that group and the Russian Defense Ministry. And uh, apparently... They're, they also blamed an attack on their people or something happened to their people where he blamed the, the Russian defense ministry. And uh, so he decided that he was going to call out this attack and that they were going to stop the war with Ukraine, turn around and start heading to Moscow and stage a coup or at least a mutiny and... It freaked out Vladimir Putin. So the story is, is that the president of Belarus, who is really looked at as an underling to Vladimir Putin, worked out a deal to where Prigozhin just can come on over to Belarus. We drop the charges against him and let us get back to business. This is basically what it is. Now, my retelling of everything isn't perfect, and I... I know I don't have the entire story. That's what I said. I really don't like talking too much about things that I don't have the full picture of. But the only reason why I'm bringing it up, one, is because it's in the news. And international news really is just as important as domestic news. But for some reason, it's just not my hot button. I don't love international news. But when there is something that will make a difference and it's something that is hard to ignore, then I'll try my best to look it up, learn as much as I can about it, and then speak on it best I can. But the one thing I have learned in this story is that, once again, somebody like Vladimir Putin, who's this big badass when he's surrounded by all these people and has a bunch of do-boys and will listen to every word he says and is scared to death of them, When the going gets tough, he's on the run just like the rest of them. He's a big pussy, and he's been exposed as a pussy. He's already been exposed as a a crazy man because there was at least a point with Vladimir Putin that people would look at him and go, you know, we don't like him, but he's very intelligent, he's very smart. But after the attack on Ukraine, that whole narrative sort of changed, and everybody was like, man, he's just losing his mind, and this just does not make any sense, because where does he think he's going to go with this? And that's playing out. Where does he think he's going to go with all of this? And where does it lead to now? Now, I'll go back to what I said earlier. I have absolutely no idea. From reports that you read, the the whole thing of this Prigozhin guy going to Belarus and being let off, that it's not really the end for Vladimir Putin that, you know, maybe some people saw that his cage can get rattled, so there's an opening there. Or I, I just from what I've read... This definitely has hurt Vladimir Putin. It has hurt his reputation even more. But, you know, nothing's going to happen to him. Don't expect to wake up one day and hear that Vladimir Putin's compound was attacked and he is now dead or something like that. That does not appear to be the case. But there is a weakening here, and it just appears to be stronger now for Ukraine. And it's a complete—it was a mess— It's a bigger mess now, and you're listening to somebody who barely understood the original mess. Now it's messier? How the hell am I going to understand this? I don't know. 
I could tell you what else is happening on the home front as a result of this. It's just another way for the cuckoo clocks and the conspiracy theorists who reside on the right side of the aisle and in MAGA land to blame this on Joe Biden and the Democrats. This is a big master plan by the guy who they say doesn't know where he's at and is senile, but somehow has put together this incredible plan to get the Wagner Group to change course and stage a coup against Vladimir Putin, all in an effort to get people to forget about Hunter Biden. And by the way, Hunter Biden was finally brought up on charges, and one of the charges was that he lied on an application for uh, to, to buy a gun, and from everything that I've seen, this is a charge that most of the time is not prosecuted. But here's the thing. Send Hunter Biden away for a million years. I don't care. I'm not going to get dressed up like a clown. I'm not going to put on military costumes and go stand in front of a courthouse or anywhere else Hunter Biden might be demanding that this is a big hoax and they should let him go. I would also say send him away for a million years so we can get people to shut the fuck up about it, but it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't shut up about it anyway. They'd send him away for a million years and then it would just lead to, oh, his dad should be there with him because of no proof whatsoever. He's a criminal too, but he's senile. He's a senile criminal. I read a tweet by Cat Turd and he said that Joe Biden stole $5 million from China, whatever. I don't don't even know what the hell they're talking about. I don't even... You glance over it and you just roll your eyes and shake your head and you just, you don't know what to do or say anymore. Conspiracy theorists and idiots are taking over the country. I just don't, I don't understand it. We have former game show hosts who threw people in a cage full of spiders and now all of a sudden he's the leading voice on the COVID vaccine. We had another game show host who is in the number one most important position in the entire world as president of the United States. All he did was monitor a dispute between Gary Busey and Meatloaf. What is this? Somebody keep an eye on Steve Harvey and see what he's up to. Make sure he doesn't have anything crazy going on. Game show hosts are taking over. So here's the beauty about doing a podcast. I can ramble on about what I want to talk about, and then something brand new can pop up right in the middle of it. And something brand new just did. Turns out there's another audio of Donald Trump admitting that he had classified documents, that they were not declassified, but he had them in his possession and he was showing them off to people. I've already heard the clip and I'm going to play it here in a second. But if this guy isn't nailed at this point, if they don't go through this trial and put this guy away once and for all, then just everything's done. There's just no reason to even follow really politics anymore. There's no reason to follow politics. There's no reason to take another Trump story seriously. What else do you have to do? What else do you have to hear? The transcripts to the call to Zelensky that led to the first impeachment. It was clear. He basically said, you got to do me a favor then I'll give you the money that we already promised you. It was clear. He clearly 
told people to go down to the Capitol, and he incited an insurrection with his words prior to that day and on that day. Clearly, the call to Raffensperger, the Georgia representative, that he was asking him to find 11,000 some odd votes and in some manner or respect threatened him was clear. And now there's a couple of different audio clips of him clearly stating, these are not declassified. I could have declassified them, but I cannot declassify them now. It's clear. Now, in fairness, we still have a possible indictment in Georgia coming up, and we still have a possible indictment for January 6th coming up. So you've got three different indictments where the evidence is clear. To be fair, there is a defense side, and I'm very interested to hear what the defense is. You know, but there's a lot of, you know, those programs that you watch like Dateline NBC where the husband murders the wife and it's pretty clear that he did it. And then they come back from commercial for the second half and then the defense poses their case and you're kind of like, holy shit, did this guy really do it? Maybe he didn't. It starts to get you to think because the defense has some sort of defense, but I, I don't, I can't possibly see or think about what the defense could be for Donald Trump in any one of these three trials when there's clear evidence and audio of him committing crimes. Not to mention, he can't even find an attorney that will take his case. Imagine that. He can't find an attorney to take his case. A, because he won't pay him. B, because they know he's screwed. You would think somebody would want at least the notoriety from it. They're like, hell no. I'm not getting this. What are you kidding me? This is as clear as it could be. I'm, I don't really know if that's the case, but in my mind, that's what the case is. And it may be. But anyway, let's get to this. <laughs> let's get to this clip so we can hear this clown try to impress a couple of women, it sounds like. There's a couple of women there with him, and he's going to impress them with these top secret documents that are not declassified. He could have, but he can't now. But let's take a listen to this garbage. Bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started it, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right, no, trying yeah. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that... I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. <laughs> I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time, you know. <laughs> she'd, send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it, and you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran, and what? He said the papers. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can 
probably yeah. I know. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have detlessed yeah. it. Yeah. Now I can't, you know, but this is Yeah, now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so, I'm, look, we here and I have, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's you. incredible, right? No. They, hey, bring some, uh, bring some Cokes in, please. Yeah, can we get those Cokes in here, please? Oh, my God. I mean, a two-minute clip. Of course, there was a Hillary reference, a Anthony Weiner reference. He, Donald Trump, is calling somebody a pervert. That's great. Then he's, this wins my case, right? I, what, what is he talking about? What wins his case? And even the ladies were like, I don't know. I think there's some nervous laughter in that clip. And, you know, just like most people that suck up to Donald Trump, they're not going to tell him what he doesn't want to hear. They may even wanted to tell him he's screwed, but they were never going to do that. You don't tell Donald Trump to his face that he's screwed because then you're going to get a new nickname. You get fired, whatever. Actually, I think the nickname might be worse because if you're fired, you no longer have to be around that moron. In fact, I would assume it's a big relief for a lot of people who were fired from Donald Trump. But with Magalan, this will go in the nothing burger column, as it always does. I, I know Trump people. I asked them about it. And they just say, well, first of all, they see the clip was originally from CNN, and they laugh and go, fake news. But it's his voice. You can actually hear his voice. Not fake news. Doesn't matter. CNN. Okay. Some people say this makes him more popular. Some people say this is going to boost his ratings. Listen, here's the thing. And it is a scary time because... There is a possibility that we talk about that Donald Trump could win again. I really don't think he has a chance. I'm not even really sure he's going to be there in November. I legitimately think he's going to be tied up in way too much legal stuff to run for president of the United States. And I also find, I I truly believe he's going to be found guilty on at least, the very least, one of these. How can he not? He's admitting on tape. This is almost like the OJ trial, and there was an audio of OJ talking about the murder, and people going, ah, I still don't think he did it, though. At least OJ had Johnny Cochran and F. Lee Bailey and these guys. Who, who is Donald Trump's attorney? They're clowns. They're, they're, they're people who nobody's ever heard of, and he, they're representing the highest profile client maybe in the history of the world can't find a great attorney but we do have a news media and a land of conspiracy that will allow donald trump to at least feel like he has a chance to beat this and continue to run and be president of the united states but you know the more i think about this and and again it is a nervous time and i still get nervous about the fact that the Somebody other than Joe Biden can win the presidency, which, by the way, let me stop there. One thing that I am so sick of hearing about is Joe Biden's age and Joe Biden's um, approval ratings. First of all, his approval ratings should be through the fucking roof. The accomplishments that this guy has in two years is amazing. And this is being grossly overlooked, grossly overlooked, because the media needs to focus on his age. 
so we can make this a battle between him and and Donald Trump. Can't be a blowout. Can't be a well. This is a done deal and an automatic thing. Because if you really did talk about his accomplishments every day, I can't. Why would you vote for Donald Trump, who has proven in his first four years that he can accomplish almost nothing? To Joe Biden, in his first two years, has accomplished way more than Donald Trump could even think about. He actually reduced some of the debt that Joe or uh, that, that uh, Donald Trump was responsible for. And keep in mind, people want to say, "Well, there's a pandemic, so of course the debt had to rise." The debt was rising way before the pandemic. In fact, that his one, if you want to call it accomplishment. And I don't know what person other than a multimillionaire or billionaire would call it an accomplishment was this tax cuts for the rich, which has caused and will continue to cause an addition to the debt. Joe Biden passed the infrastructure deal, a bipartisan infrastructure deal that Donald Trump promised that he was going to in his first four years. Joe Biden did it in a year, year and a half. And there's way more to list. There's a ton of things to list. And I really wish, you know what, actually the Democrats are going out and talking about the accomplishments. It's the media who isn't. The media needs this. The media needs Donald Trump in their life every single day. They need people to be scared. So they'll watch every day and like, oh my gosh, what should I be scared about today? What they should be scared about is Donald Trump winning the presidency or any of those other clowns. Like Ron DeSantis, which that's a separate show. I'll get into that maybe next time. But the nosedive of a campaign that Ron DeSantis, I live in the state of Florida. So around here, this guy was God in certain parts of Florida. I mean, they talked about him like he was the greatest person to ever walk the face of the earth. Now he's walking the face of America and America can't stand him. They're like, this is the guy you guys love so much. He's weird. He's a strange dude. And so is his wife. That whole family, the whole vibe is just weird. Get away from me. He hates talking to people. He hates looking at people. He hates people looking at him. He's just a weird, awkward nerd who has, well, I would say no shot but when Donald Trump does go to jail, it's going to open up the field for other people. And since DeSantis may be the closest to Donald Trump, that could be his opening. But I do believe if Donald Trump goes to jail, maybe people might start backing off this MAGA thing. That's going to give Chris Christie maybe a shot. And I don't want any of these guys to win. But Chris Christie is maybe the only guy that has a chance to bring them back to a little bit of normalcy. But anyway, like I was saying, everything Joe Biden has done so far, especially what he took over, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. People want to talk inflation? Fine, let's talk inflation. Inflation's the lowest it's been in two years. It's down to 4%. And guess what? Inflation is also the lowest out of all the major countries across the world because inflation did not just affect America because the pandemic didn't just affect America. The entire world was affected by the pandemic. And because of the pandemic, it caused uh, unprecedented inflation across the entire world. 
And the United States looks like they have handled it better than any other country, and that's because of the leadership of Joe Biden. We are in a economic time that makes zero sense. When we had high inflation, do you know it would still continue to rock and roll during even the highest points of inflation? The economy in this country, the economy never really suffered, which is unbelievable. And guess what? Guess what else? The unemployment is the lowest it's been in 50 years. We are looking at historic low unemployment. We are looking at an economy that is still rolling despite a pandemic that we have not seen in the ever really in this country. And that's because of the leadership of Joe Biden. If Donald Trump were still leading this country, we'd be in big, big trouble. Not just because he destroys everything he puts his hands on, but even they're asking him the other day about the did the vaccine work? He wants to take credit for rolling out the vaccine. And you know what? Quite frankly, I'll give him credit for that too. He did a good job, at least on that. I'm not really sure how much of a role he had to play in it. I think a lot of people said, hey, the, Mr. President, this is what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, go ahead and do that and then took credit for it. That's my guess, educated guess. But when they asked him about the, he's like, oh, I, I, that's a tough question. Like, why is it a tough question? He says it's a tough question because Republicans, for some reason, don't like the vaccine. And they don't like the vaccine because we have, like I said earlier, former game show hosts are now the experts on medical science. And we take it seriously somehow. I mean, that is just something I will never understand. And yeah, you could certainly make a case about science and medical science because nothing is exact with science but science is always progressing and it's always learning and it's always figuring out new things that's whenever you see a commercial that says four out of five dentists say crest is the best now you might want to go well what's up with that fifth dentist i want to know why he doesn't think crest is the best and it may not be because he doesn't he thinks crest sucks and it's going to give you uh, a, a third nut or whatever it is they say is happening with the vaccine. But he might just say, oh, I think Colgate's a little bit better than Crest because of some little thing they have in their formula that's a little bit better. But when you do hear that four out of five dentists say, fuck, I'm going to go get Crest then because that sounds to me like it's going to keep my teeth clean. I trust those dentists. Why am I listening to the contrarian on this? Let's go with the four out of five. It's 80%. It's a pretty good number. But anyway, oh my gosh, there's so much other stuff to talk about. There's like piles of things you always want to talk about. There's almost so much time to talk about them, but I do, I want to tease a little plug here. So tease something that could be happening, but will be happening actually in the next couple weeks or so. I may or may not be joining up with somebody to do a live YouTube show and maybe live stream it on Facebook and maybe a couple other platforms. But uh, we already have a name for the show. We already have an idea for the show. So uh, that is just something I'm going to tease a little bit. When more details come out, I will uh, certainly let everybody know. And I hope you tune in and uh, watch us there. But in the meantime... As always, I appreciate you guys taking the time to download and listen to this show. If you want to, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, please email me at runshouse.com 
podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I also encourage you to subscribe, rate, review the show wherever you find your podcast. And I definitely encourage you to come back and join me next week. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. Guys and gals for listening. And I will talk to you soon.